If you love chilling mysteries, unsolved cases, and a touch of mom-style humor, Moms and Mysteries is the podcast you've been searching for. Hey guys, I'm Mandy. And I'm Melissa. Join us every Tuesday for Moms and Mysteries, your gateway to gripping, well-researched true crime stories. Each week, we deep dive into a variety of mind-boggling cases as we shed light on everything from heists to whodunits. We're your go-to podcast for mysteries with a motherly touch. Subscribe now to Moms and Mysteries wherever you get your podcast. If you love chilling mysteries, unsolved cases, and a touch of mom-style humor, Moms and Mysteries is the podcast you've been searching for. Hey guys, I'm Mandy. And I'm Melissa. Join us every Tuesday for Moms and Mysteries, your gateway to gripping, well-researched true crime stories. Each week, we deep dive into a variety of mind-boggling cases as we shed light on everything from heists to whodunits. We're your go-to podcast for mysteries with a motherly touch. Subscribe now to Moms and Mysteries wherever you get your podcast. Okay, um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Oh. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. <laughs> With me as always, <laughs> the one who knows just about everything there is to know, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me back. I am so way. glad that you were. I was able to fill in for you in your absence while yes. you were gone last week, mm-hmm. Charlie. The just whole gallop, week. Just gallivant in the South. You were just running around in the South, checking mm-hmm. things out, trying to see what was going on. And uh, you had a good time with your family, mm-hmm. uh, as, as it seems. I should post the, the picture of my dad in the storm. You should live group. You should yeah. put the video in there for yeah. sure. I went and checked out Greenbow, Alabama, Gulf Shores, Alabama. I was in Vicksburg, Mississippi. All over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we are glad to have you, Charlie. A lot of things happened while you were gone. And I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a few things. Turns out UFOs are real. Mm. Um, apparently. Okay. That happened. The entire country of Canada burned up with a wildfire and it put a bunch of smoke in uh, New York. So Canada's gone. Canada's gone and New York's uh, got a lot of smoke. That's what I saw on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, because of climate change. Mm. Clearly. I don't even think we have to uh, question that at all. I mean, that's immediately what popped Mm -hmm. in my mind as soon as you said that. A little bit of... Uh, evidence or at least allegations from an FBI informant about some Biden corruption, which I didn't, I had never heard a word about this, but potentially some corruption in Ukraine with the, with the Bidens Hmm. and like some gas company payoffs for uh, political influence. Hmm. I just, I had no idea. That seems made up. That sounds like Russian disinformation to me. Yeah. And then, of course, the same day we found that out, later on that day, we found out Trump's, I don't know, he might go to prison. He might actually go to prison. I did see where he said yeah. that he would still run for office from prison, by the way. <laughs> so I was right about that. Listen, that I just w- I wanted to say I was right about that. That would be funny. I get it. But that also, he's, he's not going to win not in prison, and he's definitely not going to win from prison. And while I do think it's funny, that he would run from prison from prison. I I also don't want Joe Biden to be the president for however much longer he makes it. And then whoever Would you rather have Trump over Biden? 
Is that what you're trying to say? I would rather have Trump. I would rather have almost all of the other Republican candidates. I'd most rather have whoever the heck libertarians are eventually going to pick, but they haven't picked anyone, which is why I'm saying it's not possible. I can't say it's possible for a libertarian <laughs> to win when they haven't uh, picked anyone. I actually kind of like I kind of like the Vivek guy so far. He's he's got some good he's, points on some things. He's well yeah. articulated and, and mm-hmm. he argues what's bright and clean very, yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I when you I think f- Ron DeSanctimonious is going to get the nod, I think he might end up getting it. I don't know, man. It depends on how this whole trial goes on, how this indictment mm-hmm. goes on. It, it could still be Trump getting yeah. the nomination. It, it still could, and he could run from prison. This is going to be at least a very interesting election cycle, as it always is. Yes, especially look, with I Trump. Just look forward to next year. It's just going to be so wonderful. I want to go through a couple things. Of course, we'll talk a little bit about the indictment, but the thing that I want to talk about before that is the other news from last week that you weren't here for that this people is, haven't So spanked. this is last week today. It's last week today with Good Morning Liberty. We're getting you caught up a little bit. And also, people didn't spend as much time on these things. Oh, sorry. That's a picture of some of the documents. I did see that picture. One of the bathrooms. Yeah. Also, is it just really, me- is it a pattern on the marble or is there uh, is it just me or is there like drywall mud slaying all over the place or is it paint what's going on is it just a mess i don't know also what kind of shower curtain is that for that type of bathroom i don't know very interesting from some of these pictures i realized that maybe the rich and powerful don't live quite as nice as i thought because i thought they would just have obviously a dollar store trash (laughs) it's a terrible trash (laughs) can and that toilet isn't gold no so What's this all about? Maybe the towel bar is up there. I don't know. Uh, let's, and there's a chandelier. Thank you, Big Gus, for pointing that out. A couple chandeliers. Why is there a chandelier hanging down? <laughs> like, I feel like it would. if you were standing there peeing, it would kind of touch the top of your head a little bit while you were standing yeah, there. For sure. It would be like having a ceiling fan hanging down right there <laughs> in the room. It's a really weird room overall. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then there's all those boxes <laughs> in there. Yeah, that's... Sorry, we didn't comment on the boxes yeah, yet. The bathroom full of boxes. You know, the boxes with, like, nuclear secrets in, in them in case the boxes have to take a shit. <laughs> there oh, there's some more boxes. Crap. Oh. I don't know how you expect people to go play music in this ballroom. Of course, today's day and age, you just have a ballroom DJ come in, you know, and they play fancy music. Or how uh, they're going to play Annie, you know, the, the play on the stage. <laughs> No one's using this yeah. stage for anything, okay, because it's full of boxes, too. This is where the next Miss, <laughs> Miss Mississippi is going to be held, right there. Right there, around on top of the boxes. Yeah. Whoever doesn't That's crush right. the boxes wins. <laughs> okay, the first thing I want to talk about has to do with the Joe Biden allegations uh, from this FT-1023 form, all right, because uh, clearly we'll go through some of the indictment and all that. But we do have a story here from Fox News which means it's made up almost entirely. We know Mm -hmm. that. But we do have a story here from Fox News. Not a lot of news outlets covering this information, which is why we're going to Fox News. NBC did cover it, but they covered it in a slightly different way. House Republicans attack Biden and his family after viewing FBI (laughs) document. That's the story. Like Rand Paul got attacked by his neighbor the same way? No, this is just House Republicans saying bad things about Biden and his family after they saw this Mm. document. And the story is the fact that Republicans are saying bad things about Biden and his family. Not what actually happened. (laughs) Not what was alleged in the document. Imagine that. Of course. Mm -hmm. Really weird. President 
Joseph R. Biden was allegedly paid $5 million by an executive of the Ukrainian natural gas firm Burisma Holdings, where his son Hunter Biden sat on the board. A confidential human source, here for our thou to uh, referred to as CHS, confidential human source, told the FBI during a June 2020 interview. The FD-1023 form, dated June 30, 2020, in the FBI's interview with a highly credible confidential source who detailed multiple meetings and conversations he or she had with a top Burisma executive over the course of several years starting in 2015. So this came out, or this was notated June 30th of 2020. That's before before the election. This was before the the election. Okay. This was before the election. This might have been around the time that the FBI was warning social media CEOs that some Russian disinformation concerning the Bidens in Ukraine or Mm. Bidens and uh, whatever this controversy was going to be could be coming out before the election. They had already had a confidential human source say, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, talk to someone and they're saying this is going on. Uh, Still, this was Russian disinformation when Hunter Biden's laptop came out in uh, October, I believe. The executive, the Burisma executive, sought the advice of the CHS, a business professional, on gaining U.S. oil rights and getting involved with a U.S. oil company. The source is familiar with the document said. The Burisma executive was speaking with the confidential source to, quote, get advice on the best way to go forward in 2015 and 2016. According to the form, the CHS said the Burisma executive discussed Hunter's role on the board. The human source questioned why the executive needed the advice acquiring that when you already had Hunter Biden on the board and the mm-hmm. executive said that Hunter Biden was dumb <laughs> and needed to talk to someone else. He was high. <laughs> he was waving a gun around. How was I supposed to talk to him? The Burisma executive. Dude ex- had his penis out on the table <laughs> in the board meeting and we couldn't fire him. I did talk to him, but I don't remember because he just immediately got me high when we were talking. <laughs> The Burisma executive explained to the CHS that Burisma had to, quote, pay the Bidens because Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin was investigating Burisma and explained how difficult it would be to enter the U.S. market in the midst of that investigation. The confidential source further detailed that conversation, suggesting to the Burisma executive that he pay the Bidens 50000 each, to which the executive replied, it's not 50000 it's $5 million. $5 hmm. million for one Biden. Five million for the other Biden. The you Burisma. get five million and yeah. you get five million. The five million dollar payments appeared to reference a kind of retainer Burisma intended to pay the Bidens to deal with a number of issues, including the investigation led by Shokin, that's the Ukrainian prosecutor. Another source referred to the arrangement as a pay to play scheme. Mm, where have we heard that before? The I've never no, that's you're talking about Russian disinformation right mm, now, which okay. we don't allow on this podcast. The CHS said that Burisma executive told him he paid the Bidens in such a manner through so many different bank accounts that investigators would not be able to unravel this for at least 10 years. Maybe paid him in Bitcoin. I don't know. This is before ChatGPT, though. And so. couldn't do it. Oh, they might be able to do it. Uh, let's see. The Burisma executive told the confidential source that he didn't pay the big guy directly. Mm. CHS has been used. This person, by the way, has been used by the FBI as a regular, reliable source of information since 2010 and has been paid approximately $200,000 by the FBI. 
Biden has acknowledged that when he was vice president, and this was all on video, I didn't bring the video, but this is, he, he acknowledged this, that when he was VP, he successfully pressured Ukraine to fire prosecutor Viktor Shokin. At the time, Shokin was investigating Burisma Holdings. And at the time, Hunter had a highly lucrative role on the board, receiving thousands of dollars per month. The then vice president threatened to withhold $1 billion of critical U.S. aid if Shokin was not fired. Mm. Almost like a quid pro quo mm. sounding thing. I don't yeah. know. Whatever that means. Biden said, I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was about six hours. Looked at him and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Biden recalled telling the uh, then Ukrainian president Poroshenko. Biden recollected the conversation during an event for the Council on Foreign Relations in 2018. Uh, Biden allies maintained the vice president pushed for Shokin's firing due to concerns the Ukrainian prosecutor went easy on corruption. <laughs> Biden was so... The other corruption. Yes, Biden was so worried about corruption in Ukraine that he was going to withhold the billion dollars because this prosecutor went easy on prosecuting corruption, and that is why <laughs> he wanted him to be fired, not because he was investigating a gas company that his son was on the board of. Full of corruption. <laughs> not that That's not the reason, Charlie. I know that's where your conspiracy brain is going towards, <laughs> all right, but it's because Biden was so worried about corruption not getting prosecuted. Mm. It's so crazy how they can twist this stuff. I know. It's, it's always the it's, exact opposite. It, yeah. Well, no, it's just literal. It's them admitting to it, mm -hmm. but it's projection on the other side. And it works because then when you come back, you've already got this defense. Like, no, I, been, I said this guy was easy on corruption. That's why I wanted to I've get rid of him. I've been fighting corruption my whole life. I wish he would have investigated us. In 2019, then-President Donald Trump pressed Ukrainian President Zelensky to launch investigations into the Biden family's actions and business dealings in Ukraine, specifically Hunter Biden's ventures with Ukrainian natural gas firm Burisma Holdings and Joe Biden's successful effort to have Shokin ousted. Trump's request was regarded by Democrats as a quid pro quo for millions in U.S. military aid to Ukraine have been frozen. Democrats also claim Trump was meddling in the 2020 presidential election by asking a foreign leader to look into a Democratic political opponent. Trump Never mind was, that the United States was looking into a Republican incumbent president. Trump was later impeached by that. This was the first thing he was impeached over was because of this quid pro quo with uh, Zelensky asking him to look into the firing of Shokin, the prosecutor, and threatening to withhold military aid when Biden literally admits that he threatened to withhold a billion dollars unless they fired the guy. I can't. <laughs> and the, Trump gets impeached. I just can't believe this is real. <laughs> um, here we go. Thank you, Magoo, for posting the video. I'll play this right quick. Uh, let's get that. And I was going, supposed to announce that there is another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. 
<laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. So this all had to do with trying to root out corruption. Yeah. By the way, if you are to believe such things. I, I mean, got no reason to lie about that, <laughs> really at all. And so anyway, Trump tries to look into this whole situation, and he gets impeached over it. All right, that's, uh, as we all know, that's what happened. The White House has maintained that President Biden has never been involved with his son's business dealings and has never discussed them with him. What a terrible dad. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Jeez. No wonder the guy's son, a drug addict. I don't bring up your business dealings at Christmas. <laughs> Nobody have time to I listen don't to that. Care about what you're doing in your life, okay? <laughs> don't talk to me. Tell about me it. about the the crack and the whores. <laughs> I want to hear those stories separately, not the crack whores. I want the crack and the whores. Yeah. Those two different things. Hunter Biden is currently under federal investigations for his tax affairs. The investigation began in 2018. Was prompted by suspicious foreign transactions. <laughs> huh. White House has declined to comment, pointing to a statement by Joe Biden Thursday, calling the allegations a bunch of malarkey. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So that's where we are with this currently. And here's the other thing. Do you think this has anything to do with our commitment to Ukraine and their fight against Russia? And why, the fact that we're, we're never going to stop? Why Biden is so hell-bent mm. on doing whatever Zelensky wants? Does he, in fact, have Biden by his old balls? Mm. Perhaps. Perhaps. It's a, it's a great speculation. We I, may never know. The answer is I don't know, but I'm, I'm leaning towards it's a, it's a strong possibility. So the morning, this came out Thursday morning. This is when the people on the House Oversight Committee, I believe, one of those, uh, they got to go view the document. And they come out, and of course, it's a bunch of Republicans, so everything that they said was a lie when they came out and said what was in the document, because they're Republicans, uh, according to the major news media sources. Later on that day, Trump gets indicted, all right? And then this makes approximately zero news cycles on any of the mainstream media um, at all, other than I found an article from NBC News saying that Republicans were attacking Biden and his family. <laughs> That was the most mainstream news yeah. source. A good, wholesome president's being attacked. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so obvious and on the nose that it, it might just be, it might be good enough to work, you know? Because they would never be this brazen with it, mm. you know? The other thing that we heard about last week, which we won't really spend any time on, was that apparently the government has been covering up the fact that they have UFOs and even even alien bodies, I believe, and mm. that they've been trying to reverse engineer the technology for quite some time. Didn't this come out well, not that long ago? It's, they have uh, officially said that, they, that there are these UAPs or UFOs, or we call them, that they can't explain. You know, some of the ones that have been caught by uh, Air Force or whoever, uh, that, yeah, sure, that they exist. But this, uh, this whistleblower is alleging that no, we've got the, we had the bodies of aliens and alien craft and all that. I mean, it came out like if you believe all the conspiracy theories that we've been hearing our entire lives, seems like some of them could be true. Or this mm. whistleblower was just out there trying to distract from whatever else was going on that day. You know, you got the real news and you got a distraction going on. I don't know. It's a slide of, think, slide of hand. Now, does that mean that I think 
that the Trump indictment is a distraction? It could be. The timing is... I, what are the odds? Can you tell me what the odds are, Charlie? That it's a distraction? What are the odds that the Republicans go and view this, uh, oh, this FBI were, document? They were holding on to this indictment. You think? Until something like this happened. So they go and view the document uh, where a confidential human source details some of this, uh, some of this plan between Biden and Burisma. And then that afternoon, Trump's indicted, Espionage Act, federal charges. This is the first time ever, and I'm actually starting to believe he could go to prison for it. Mm. He could actually. Now, what would you do with a president going to prison? He's still entitled to Secret Service detail. They clearly can't protect him. Do they just confine him like house arrest? Does he just live on his golf course for the I'm, rest of his life? I'm not sure. Like, what do you do? Or do they strike a deal with him and say, hey, if you don't run for any public office anymore, then we're going to let this slide. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what they could do. So I want to go through a little bit of this. <clears throat> First off, I'll tell you what, one thing that was annoying to me. Um, Charlie, why don't you read the words from Good Morning Liberty? Yeah, this is from Good Morning Liberty's Twitter, at GoodAMLiberty. The annoying part about the Trump indictment is that we all know he did it. Virtually no one is disputing that. Therefore, we are arguing over whether or not someone who clearly committed a crime should be charged. The crime's in quotes, by mm -hmm. the way, because we can crime. dispute. Why are we disputing the charges when we basically agree that he committed the crime? Because of our politically corrupt justice system. We all know there are privileged individuals who are let off the hook. Therefore, we are arguing whether the law should or not should or should not be applied in this specific scenario. Civil society cannot survive this type of subjective, selective application of the law. So that's where I'm annoyed. Well, because all the Republicans are like, well, what about Biden? What about Clinton? Trump said the same thing, by the way. Yeah. You know? He said he a lot a, about it. He had a flimsy garage mm -hmm. door. I mean, you've seen garage doors? They're yeah. like, they're, they're like so thin. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're like so and, flammable. And Biden had the thinnest. <laughs> I know. Of all garage doors. They're, they're not... Left. That he left open most of the time, yeah. by the way. They're not thick like Trump's garage doors. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the bathroom, as you know, when a tornado goes through, one of the safest parts it's... of your house, which is why he put the documents in there in the first place. Yeah. He was trying to protect them. Okay? Obviously. You, the bathroom is where you go to be protected from the finger of God rubbing across the earth. I mean, where else would you want your classified documents <laughs> to be? That's where I put them, too. It makes a lot of sense. Maybe under the stairs. Yeah. Okay? That could be better. Or in a storm shelter, if you got a storm shelter. But I did want to talk about this because everyone is saying but her emails, including... Listen, this is... Is this unfair, Charlie? Yes, it is unfair. Is this a politically motivated prosecution? Potentially. Potentially. Now, I will say the... Uh, it seems likely. The allegations of crimes here, uh, it's damning. It's pretty bad, okay? These aren't just love letters between him and Kim Jong-un. All right, these are, these are things that you don't want, likely don't want people to leave with. Okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about the details of Clinton's emails before we go through some of Trump's stuff. All right, this is from factcheck.org, and it's, uh, been, it's been updated in late 2016. All right, how many emails were on Clinton's personal server? What did she do with the emails when she left office? There were 62,320 emails on her private server. It was said that time that her lawyers went through the emails and identified 30,000 work-related emails and 31,000 private emails. 
In December 2014, about 21 months after she left office, Clinton gave the State Department the 30,490 work-related emails, totaling roughly 55,000 pages. She indicated that she deleted the others. I didn't see any reason to keep them, she said on March 10, 2015. Now, by deleting the others, she means she used a software called BleachBit and, like, destroyed the hard drive and then he traced it. And that's what I do when I delete my, <laughs> my yoga schedule emails. Exactly. You know, you go and you use... <laughs> just, just a bunch of them from Costco. Yeah. I, I, that me on their you Costco just hit delete. Deals. I don't anything. Yeah. Not if you're as meticulous as she is. She knows that it's never properly, fully mm -hmm. deleted from the hard drive, and she's worried about that kind of stuff. However, Comey said Clinton had multiple servers through, during her four years as Secretary of State, and not all of her work-related emails were turned over to the State Department. The FBI recorded several thousand work-related emails that were not provided to the State Department, and he said it was possible they included some of the emails deleted as personal by her lawyers when they reviewed and sorted her emails for production in late 2014. To clarify... She turned over the emails that were work-related that had some classified stuff in them and said all of the other ones were personal and then deleted them using a software called BleachBit, uh, which is an open-source software to uh, like really wipe your hard drive. Like to actually remove the bits of data. And apparently it turns out some of those, I believe because they found the opposite side of the communication uh, with the emails, some of those were also work-related emails that she had deleted and said that there were no work-related emails in there, okay? Meaning, she said she turned over all of them, but she didn't, and tried to conceal the fact that she didn't turn over those other emails by really, really, really deleting them, <laughs> except for from the other side of wherever the emails were going back and forth mm -hmm. with, I believe, <clears throat> okay? were any work-related emails intentionally deleted. There is no evidence to date that work-related emails were intentionally deleted, even though they went through all of them, and they said they sent over all of them, and then they deleted the other batch. They're basically saying that she did not intend for there to still be work-related emails that were in that batch. But the intent doesn't <clears throat> matter, by the way, in, in, in this statute. Yeah. In the espionage statute, intent does not matter. Yeah, it depends on, there are several different ones, which we'll go through a couple of them here in a bit. On September 7th, government officials disclosed that 30 of the emails were related to Benghazi, but only one had been previously undisclosed and two others were near duplica duplicates of emails that had already been publicly released. Uh, Comey said the FBI found no evidence that any of the additional work-related emails were intentionally deleted in an effort to conceal them in some way. Mm. And how do you prove that? Like, what, how, do, how do you possibly prove that that's not why they were deleting those emails? Right. You just decide to write that into your interpretation. Uh, when, here's the other interesting part. When did she delete those 31,000 private emails? The FBI on September 2nd released a two-part summary of its investigation of Clinton that said the former Secretary of State's emails were deleted sometime between March 25th and 31st, 2015, that was three weeks after the House Select Committee on Benghazi served Clinton with a subpoena to produce any emails related to its investigation into the deaths of four Americans in Benghazi. So she unintentionally deleted up to 14,000 work-related emails, 30 of them having to do with Benghazi, three weeks after she had received a subpoena for any emails related to Benghazi. Mm. Unintentionally. Yeah. 
I hate it when that happens. <laughs> what are the odds, you know? God, life is crazy what sometimes. What a coincidence. You know? Yeah. Okay, so that's the kind of thing. Did Clinton's emails contain classified information? Yes, more than 2,000 of the 30,000 emails Clinton turned over uh, contained classified information, including 110 and 52 email chains that contained classified information at the time they were sent to receive. Some of the other ones were classified later on, which is not a big deal if you're using the state.gov server. You know, they can retroactively uh, classify them later on, but when you're using the private server and they get classified later on, they're still out there on the private server. Uh, that's not that's not the way it's supposed to go. Okay, now did Clinton or her staff violate any federal laws or policies? Comey said the FBI found evidence of potential violations, but such cases are generally not prosecuted. Generally, like this being the time, I guess. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Against a highly elected official. <laughs> Actually, she was appointed this one. <clears throat> Which brings us to the United States of America versus Donald Trump mm -hmm. and Walt Nada, this poor guy, who's probably going to receive a deal uh, so he will testify against Trump in the trial, more than likely. That's, uh, that's, what, I would, that's what I would imagine is going to happen. So I did go through, uh, it's about 49 pages. I, I sat down on the couch one night, and Lacey was like, what are we watching? I was like, I don't know. You turn on whatever BS it is that you like to watch because I got to read this indictment. Okay. For the people. For the, you know, I got to do it so you, so you don't have to. And let me tell you what, man, it's kind of bad. Like if you're Trump, it's, it's bad. It's stupid. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Imagine for a second, you're, you have, you are the most witch hunted person in history of American politics, let's imagine that that's who you are, that you go through this Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, your entire presidency, and then you leave with classified documents that you are saying that you're, you're not going to do anything bad with them, but you leave with them. They know that you have them, and then you still try to keep them afterwards. And what do you think is going to happen? What are you doing? Yeah. What, how, what would you say? What's going on in his brain at that you time? You think as a billionaire, you'd be smart enough to to understand that they've been after you this whole time and to just show, you know, just show a little carefulness. Mm -hmm. That's all. Make sure there's nothing that they can get you on. How about, yeah, just some common sense. Don't violate the Espionage Act yeah. after you leave office. Like Jim Carrey said in Liar Liar, stop breaking the law. Exactly. Um, you can go through this one right here, Chuck. Yeah. I have a red box around the whole thing, which means... Over the course, so this is in the indictment. Mm -hmm. Over the course of his presidency, Trump gathered newspapers, press clippings, letters, notes, cards, photographs, official documents, and other materials in cardboard boxes that he kept in the White House. Among the materials Trump stored in his boxes were hundreds of classified documents. Classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries. United States nuclear programs, potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack, and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. The unauthorized disclosure of these of these classified documents could put a risk the could put at risk the national security of the United States, foreign relations, the safety of the United States military, and human sources, and the continued viability of sensitive intelligence collection methods. Hmm. Costco. Listen, I'm, I'm, I was reading stuff in the group right now, but now in my head, I'm just going, breaking the law, breaking the law. That's what's going on in my head right now. 
Um, right. Let's see. Trump caused scores of boxes, many of which contain classified documents, to be transported to the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, where he maintained his residence. He was not authorized to possess or retain those classified documents. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, he's president, so he could have declassified them. Unfortunately, Charlie, I don't know how much you looked into this, but they've got him on tape bragging about the fact that he still has classified documents that he could have declassified while he was president, but now they're not declassified, and so they're still secret. This is when the narcissistic <laughs> ego becomes so big. Charlie, at a time that he knew he was being recorded. Okay? Yeah. This was not someone wearing a wire. He knew that he was being recorded when he bragged about having classified documents. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So never Right now, says Magoo to answer, says currently this indictment and... CNN reporting and also the transcript is in the indictment. I have not heard the tape itself. Could be a deep fake. You know, could be Trump GPT out Although there. Although he he talked about stuff. shooting someone in the middle of the street in Brooklyn <laughs> and still getting elected president. Yeah. So this guy's ego is it, look, Trump, you have to understand the dude has one of the biggest egos I've ever seen in my life. Well, so you're bringing this up and you're you're talking about something I have written down here later, which is good. I, I said, why would Trump do this? And my first thing is narcissistic, what I call entitlement. I believe that in Trump's mind, let's assume that everything here is true. None of it has been made up. Nothing's planted. Let's assume on its face that the story is true. I believe that in Trump's mind, he has a mentality of whatever it is that's in the document. Well, they wouldn't even have this if it weren't for me. You know, so this is basically mine anyway. I created whatever it is that, that turned up on this document. I and was, so it's mine. I was the Gall Dern president. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nevertheless, Trump stored his boxes containing classified documents in various locations in Mar-a-Lago, Mar including in a ballroom, a bathroom, and shower, an office space, his bedroom, and a storage room. You think mm -hmm. he read a little bit every night? <laughs> Just a little bit <laughs> when he went to go in the bed. bedroom. <laughs> so, so those are pictures, pictures we showed. All right, in July of 2021 at Trump National Golf Club in New Jersey, the Bed Minister Club, during an audio recording, a recorded meeting with a writer, a publisher, and two members of his staff, none of whom possessed a security clearance, Trump showed and described a plan of attack that Trump said was prepared for him by the Department of Defense and a senior military official. Trump told the individuals that the plan was highly confidential and secret. Trump also said, as president, I could have declassified it, and now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. In August or, or September, one or the other, of 2021, <laughs> at the Bedminster Club, Trump showed a representative as political action committee who did not possess a security clearance, a classified map related to a military operation, and told the representative that he should not be showing it to the representative and that the representative should not get too close. Okay. Look, I shouldn't be showing you this, <laughs> but just take a peek. But don't get too close. Just peer over here. You can't see this. I can. Like, the problem with these, Charlie, is that this goes directly against his first defense, his first truth social defense, which is that as president, I, I decide when things are declassified, and we were all joking around about whether or not... Uh, Trump can say, I declare declassification, or if he thinks it, if he thinks it as declassified, does that mean that it's been declassified? And we're going to have all these conversations about the proper procedure that a president must go through for declassifying documents. Instead, they allegedly 
have him on tape just talking about how we still got classified documents and that he can't declassify him anymore because he's not president. Yep. Okay. So that's not great. All right. Uh, we've got Trump endeavored to obstruct. So this is the obstruction of justice, suggesting his attorney falsely represent to the FBI and grand jury that Trump did not have documents. Okay. Directing Walt Nada to move boxes of documents to conceal them from Trump's own attorney, <clears throat> the FBI and a grand jury suggesting that his attorney hide or destroy documents called for by the grand jury subpoena, providing to the FBI and grand jury just some of the documents called for by the grand jury subpoena, while claiming that he was cooperating fully, and causing a certification to be submitted to the FBI and grand jury, falsely representing that all documents called for by the grand jury subpoena have been produced. All right, so there is the obstruction. Uh, and you're thinking, well, what if it's the Clinton scenario? She didn't know that there was still stuff in those 31,000 emails. She just really, really, really wanted to delete them hard. She wanted to delete mm. the 31,000 emails so hard. She was not trying to obstruct at all. She was not trying to hide these from any kind of investigation. She was just very, very worried about these personal emails being truly deleted. And what was she talking about in her personal <laughs> emails that she wanted them deleted that hard? I'm not sure. Not sure what it mm. was. Um, you would think that that's the difference in this scenario. Let's look at the public statements. Now, this, of course, doesn't matter that much in a court of law, but it should matter to Trump supporters, regardless of whether or not you think it should get in any trouble right now. Should he go to prison right now? He said several times, in my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. In September 2016, he said, we also need to fight this battle by collecting intelligence and then protecting, protecting our classified secrets. We can't have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't understand the meaning of the word confidential or classified. One of the first... Of course, he was going after Clinton. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of the first things we must do is enforce all classification rules to enforce all laws relating to the handling of classified information. Be careful what you wish for. We also need to be the best protection of classified documents. Uh, service members here in North Carolina have risked their lives to acquire classified intelligence to protect our country. Um, and then he turned around and did this. Whether or not you think he should be in trouble for it or whatever. So in one of these instances, he's just kind of lying. He was running for office right you know that's what's that's what people who run for office do oh there's some see now that's not safe what if that pipe bursts or something you know yeah that's not good some more boxes there um see nata walt nata uh, said some of the boxes had fallen took a picture of it sent it unfortunately in the picture also that was sent to people there were classified documents uh <laughs> in the picture so then they're being transmitted as well here's a picture of the fallen documents and some stuff blocked out apparently this one line right there how important is that one line it honestly really important. like is it the end of america if that yeah. one line is shown look at that gibson guitar case we don't know if there's <laughs> could be anything in, in there yeah. probably more documents yeah in there i'm betting <laughs> I think that's what's that's going on. That's where I put my documents. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a transcript uh, that we already went through of him saying that he's still got classified stuff. Um, let's see. Trump attorney number two told Trump that they uh, needed to search for documents that would be responsive to the subpoena. Uh, and Trump essentially said, I don't want anyone looking. I don't want anybody looking through my boxes. I really don't. I don't want you looking through my boxes. What if we, what happens if we just don't respond or we don't play ball? Wouldn't it be better if we just told them we don't have anything here? Well, look, isn't it better if there are no documents? And I know I, what you're saying. In this case, he also brings up allegedly 
talking about Clinton's attorney, who is the one who deleted all of those emails. Okay. He was great. He did a great job. You know what? He said, he said that it was him, that he was the one who deleted all of her emails, the 30,000 emails, because they basically dealt with her scheduling and her going to the gym and her having uh, beauty appointments. And he was great. And so she didn't get in any trouble because he said that he was the one who deleted them. This is when he's uh, apparently finishes telling his attorney, isn't it better if there are no documents? Look at Clinton's lawyer. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> Man ended up fine. All right. So we got the, uh, we're talk about the obstruction stuff, false certification to the FBI saying that he had turned over everything. Uh, and then we got the total number of documents, uh, 27 in the office, 75 in the storage room. Okay, not great, not great. Here's what the documents have to do with. Now this, uh, Charlie, I'll just tell you if you want to go through some of the third line uh, is where it says what it okay. has to deal with, okay? So a top secret document concerning White House intelligence briefing related to various foreign countries. A top secret document uh, concerning White House intelligence briefing. A top secret document. Um concerning military capabilities of a foreign country in the United States with handwritten annotation in black marker, a top-secret document uh, concerning White House intelligence briefing related to foreign countries, including military activities and planning of foreign countries, a top-secret document concerning nuclear capabilities of a foreign country, a top-secret document concerning White House intelligence briefing related to various foreign countries, a secret document concerning communications with a leader of a foreign country, a secret document concerning military capabilities of a foreign country, and a top-secret document uh, concerning military attacks by a foreign country. Another top-secret document concerning military capabilities of a foreign country. Another document with no marking uh, concerning military contingency planning of the United States. They have contingency planning. Yeah. yeah. They got people sitting around in rooms just, just, just backing, thinking stuff up. Just thinking stuff up. People backing them up. Yeah. A secret document um, concerning projected regional military capabilities of a foreign country and the United States, a top-secret document concerning military capabilities of a foreign country and the United States. A, who classifies these, by the way? I don't know. Like, how can some be secret and some be top-secret? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, a secret document concerning military options of a foreign country and potential effects on United States interests. A secret document concerning policies in a foreign country. Secret, um, another secret, top secret, 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 top secret, secret, top secret. The, the thing is, the, prob the problem I see here is it has a lot to do with military planning, not just foreign countries, also the United States. Now, I don't know what, we don't know exactly what's in the documents. I think they should show, it, show them to us. Mm -hmm. but Why not? I don't think they're going to because they're not declassified, apparently. Uh, so I don't know how important the information is. Uh, important enough, I guess, that he wanted to keep them. I don't know why he wanted to keep this stuff. I really don't. I don't understand what he was going to do with it. Ego. Just ego? Yeah, that's. it makes total sense. Now, if it's just ego, you know, that's one thing. Of course, a lot of people on the left or whatever are going to say that he was going to sell them or he was going to use them to blackmail people, basically to get money is what he was going to do. Now... If evidence of that came out, that he had contacted anyone and tried to get money from them, that's, that's real bad, mm. too. 
Okay, I think everyone could agree that that's bad. My biggest problem, like what we started with here, Charles, is that because of the Clinton email scandal where she didn't get in trouble, then every time I see any of this stuff, I'm like, well, what did Clinton do, you know? What was inside of every single one of those emails? I don't know. What did the Obamas do? What and did the, the Clintons do before that? What did the Bushes do? What if all of this stuff, Charles, were in the documents that were found in Joe Biden's garage? Mm. What do you think people would be saying about it? That, what, do you, what do you think people on the right would be saying about it? That he should go to prison. Yes. And the people on the left would be saying, oh, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, not important. Like, <laughs> Hillary did the same thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I so just, it's so like, I don't even feel like we're living in reality. It's so bizarre. So absolutely bizarre. We, we actually live in a, in a reality where people define right and wrong and whether or not they actually care about something as to, you know, it just got to, has to do with whatever political party someone's a member of. If these exact same things were found in Biden's garage, and maybe some of them were, maybe they're going to investigate these things. I'll, I'm not going to hold my breath for it, but maybe they are going to investigate those documents. We'll see. But if these exact things were found in Clinton's server or Biden's garage, then Trump and Trump supporters and people on the right uh, would still be asking for those people to go to prison forever. Now, the problem is, which a lot of people have brought up, is if you're saying that Clinton should have been put in prison and should have been charged, then you're also de facto saying that Trump should be charged and Trump should be put in prison. Yeah. And then we're at a point saying, well, she wasn't, so therefore, therefore Trump shouldn't either. And therefore, we're going to give up all of the document classification rules that we have if we're just going to freely decide to not enforce them. And so at what point do they decide to enforce the laws? I don't know. I'm guessing this is going to be the time that they decide to enforce the laws. Although it doesn't mean that they're not going to try to strike any deals. Okay. So there's a few more things throughout here. Now, of course, they've got the Espionage Act, which is one of the most anti-American acts that there's ever been. All right. Really terrible act. Okay. Espionage Act of 1917 was literally a censorship act. Makes it a crime to interfere with or attempt to undermine or interfere with efforts of the U.S. armed forces during a war or to in any way assist the war efforts of nation's enemies. And we've got times where this has been tried in the past. They are specifically going after him. Uh, I think it's Title 18, 793E is what they had listed. So they had several listed, but yeah. Well, there were, there were different 18s, but only 793 is the, uh, I believe specific ones here but uh, whoever having unauthorized possession of classified documents relating to the national defense or information relating to national defense which information the possessor has reason to believe could be used in the injury of the u.s or to the advantage of any foreign nation willfully communicates delivers transmits or causes to be com communicated delivered or transmitted or attempts to communicate deliver transmit or cause to be communicated all these things or willfully retains those documents and fails to deliver it to the officer or employee of the United States entitled to receive it. Mm. They've got both of those things, willfully retaining and causing to be communicated because they got this Walt Nada guy texting pictures of documents that spilled on to the floor to other employees saying, oh, hey, look, these, the, the box fell over, <laughs> you know? 
It just happened to have the nuclear codes at the top. That's why that black bar was yeah. across the top of the page. Mm-hmm. It was super important. Okay. So. <clears throat> I like what Magoo says. Lock them all up and dissolve the intelligence agencies. Yeah. Yeah. No more classified documents. We wouldn't have this problem. I think just we're probably overclassifying things, but if this comes to nuclear capabilities or troop insulations, stuff like that for us or for other countries, I think even us libertarians could agree that there are some documents pertaining to the business of the government that you don't just want out there for everyone to have. It should be narrowly defined and scoped, though. Very narrow. And in my opinion, this should also come down to whether or not there was any harm done. Okay, he had the documents. I get it. You really, uh, what are you going to do? Put him in prison for 120 years because he had papers? What if no one was harmed? By the fact that he had it. So now you got no victim, no crime, which is a pretty good standard, mm. I believe. But of course, it's also dangerous for people that aren't supposed to have that information, the habit, because what if something bad happens? So you want to stop that. We don't have any evidence that Trump was trying to sell it or share it with anyone. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, should we have the Espionage Act was a question that I put in here for us to answer. So the Espionage Act, which by the way, Charlie has been used against a few people in the past. We got Chelsea Manning, we got Snowden, we got Jack Teixeira. Uh, Of course, we're going to have Julian Assange. We got Daniel Ellsberg, who, uh, that was the Pentagon Papers, top secret Pentagon report on President Richard Nixon and his administration's decision-making process and conducting and continuing the Vietnam War. We've got From what I can tell, the one bad time, although I've seen some conflicting stories on this, but official story, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, who were allegedly trying to sell nuclear secrets to the USSR uh, at a time when the US was the only nuclear power at that time. Okay, And those folks were were convicted and sentenced to death. And it was carried out. It was carried out. Gone. Okay. Then we got Eugene Debs, who was telling people not to sign up for the draft because it didn't agree with our involvement in World War I and actually went to prison. This is the guy who ran for president and got a decent amount of votes. So proof here in the uh, Eugene Debs pudding that you can run for president from prison after uh, being charged and convicted with the Espionage Act. Okay. So that's one of them. That's the way that this started in 1917, completely disgusting and anti-American. And it even went through, uh, even went through the Supreme Court, which held that speech could potentially undermine society or the U.S. government uh, was not protected under the First Amendment. Uh, what else did they rule? It was unanimously ruled, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Chelsea Manning, that's where the information went out to WikiLeaks. All right. Which some things probably shouldn't have been shared, but the war crimes absolutely should have been shared. So the thing I said in here was, should we have the Espionage Act? Like, we want to protect classified documents. You want to protect some of this information. But I don't... People should know where the president's going, Mm -hmm. what his route is, things like that. Where do we specifically keep our nukes? Where are they going to launch from? Like, okay, I understand. There's some stuff that you're just not going to want to have out there in the public. But if you're leaking documents that are exposing war crimes committed by the government, no, no, not, not 
not at all should that be prosecuted. Snowden, with the government blatantly disregarding the Constitution and collecting people's records, okay? Jack Teixeira, I like the information that we got from him. Of course, he wasn't doing it because he was some kind of virtuous hero or anything. I still think the information was very beneficial, uh, exposing some secrets uh, or at least some propaganda in the Ukraine war. Okay, those are important things. The fact that your government's lying to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which, by the way, you can't do. You can't lie to the government, but they can lie to you. I think we can all agree that there is a line here between how you would use something like the Espionage Act. If you're exposing that the government's lying to you, perpetrating war crimes, violating the Constitution, that's one thing. What Trump did, I don't think that's what he was doing. I don't know what the hell this guy was doing. I, I got no he clue. He wanted to brag because <laughs> yeah, he did. That was it. He did brag. And maybe he wanted information um, to prove that people were making things up about him. This one part uh, where this writer apparently was asking about uh, General Milley said that Trump was wanting to attack Iran is the story. And Trump was like, I didn't want to attack Iran. Look at these documents I got right here. It was Millie. It was the it was the DOD. It was it was all of them that were wanting to attack Iran. And then I you know I stopped them. This wasn't me that wanted to do this. Yeah. Maybe you kept them as defense for when people make shit up about them. Mm. I don't know. I think that may be part of it. I think part of it is he wanted to brag. Yeah. Like, look, look at me. I was the president. I was the most powerful man in the world. I have these documents that no one else can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To close out this episode, Charlie, I'll ask you one question. Given all the information with Clinton, with Biden, with all of that, should Trump be prosecuted in this case? I think you should prosecute them all. Okay. If you're going to. If you're going to. <laughs> what I mean, would you do? Look, the 14th Amendment, equal protection under the law. I mean, like, it has to be applied equally. It's clearly not being applied equally. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't know. I think it's strange to indict a president, even if they are, I, you know, I don't know. It's really difficult because I don't really agree with a lot of the things that were probably classified to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I'm in, I feel like I'm in some kind of moral conundrum. Um, it is strange to indict a president. It's never happened before that I, that I know of. Uh, they let, you know, Nixon resign. I don't think it's uh, happened, especially yeah. not with federal, actual federal charges now. Yeah. They let Nixon resign um, and didn't charge him with anything, even though... Technically, Trump was the first one to be indicted earlier this year. Yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. whenever that was. Now he's the first president to be <laughs> indicted twice. There'd be people fighting over what prison he's going to. So... It's very, I don't know, it, I would like to see, I would like to see it applied equally. I think that if, if we're going to have some secrets that are necessary, then anyone who violates that and takes an oath not to should be held liable for that. But I think you should get them all. All of them. Got to catch them all. Except for the ones that are dead. But Yeah, can't get them. I mean... Bush, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Clinton, Trump, all the ones before that. It's like, at what point 
do we just get to arbitrarily decide like, okay, we really don't like this guy. So I think right now we got to get him. I think right now that's when we're yeah. deciding that. And then, uh, what's your, what's your thoughts? I think that he has to be prosecuted for it. I do. You think he'll go to prison? Because not doing it is not the high road. I think Trump's got to fall on the sword here for the rule of law. All right. You see your side, lefties. Well, they're too good to be prosecuted when they break laws. And sure, our side, we could have said, well, since you guys got away with it, then we should get away with it too. But that's not the kind of people that we are. When we break laws, we own up to it. We get prosecuted. Suffer the consequences. We suffer the consequences. Take accountability. Accountability, responsibility. We're not above the law. And if you guys feel morally justified in walking around being above the law, then that's up to you. That's on you. But we're going to be the bigger person and indict this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, and someone you really dislike. Just send it to them. <laughs> see what they say. And, uh, you know, everybody's got that one friend mm-hmm. that they just don't like. So find that person in your phone contact list and share it with them. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Sign up to be part of the Fed Haters Club. You know, we hate all feds. Including- all of them. Including Trump. Yeah. The dude Don't was like a Fed with classified documents. <laughs> All right. Fed Haters Club. Go to joingmail.com or go to godhatesfeds.com. That's godhatesfeds.com. Pick yourself up a t-shirt, support the show, and also there's a link there to go and join the Fed Haters Club. If you do all of those things, then we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. <laughs>